Thank you for joining us. The Word of God is clear. No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear, but trust in God because He is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God and take Him at His Word, or we do not. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. To acknowledge Him in all our ways, and He will direct your paths, no matter what. Have Bible pen and paper handy, and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today. Give the things that troubles us to Jesus. In other words, bring your burdens to the Lord and leave them in His hands. That sounds so simple. But yet we find ourselves not doing it. Again, I say to you, give the things that trouble you to Jesus. Bring your burdens and leave them in his hands. They're in the best hands when our burdens and cares are in the Lord's hands. First Peter 5, 7 says, throw the whole of your anxiety upon him because he himself cares for you. Beloved, it is our Lord's desire that we live in freedom, which means we must cast or throw all of our anxieties. We must throw all of our distractions, throw all of our burdens, just throw them all on Christ. We cannot weigh Christ down. He's God. He's all powerful. And when we throw all of our anxieties and burdens and cares upon him, he delivers us. He emancipate us from worry. How do we overcome worry? Secondly, we must pray and tell God what is on our hearts and make our requests known to him. We must pray and tell God what is on our hearts and make our requests known to him. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Prayer calms a troubled heart and causes worry to dissipate. Also, possessing a thankful heart while making your request known to God puts your trust in him on display. Instead of worrying about anything, we must pray about everything. Let me say that again. Instead of worrying about anything, we need to pray about everything. Absolutely everything. Prayer is so vital to extinguishing worry. The less you pray, the more you worry. The more you pray, the less you worry. Ephesians 6, 18a says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, in the spirit. The spirit of God will help us pray to pray when we don't know how to pray, when we're at loss for words. He will come in and he, he will come alongside us and he will empower our prayer life and, and he will help us pray in times of uncertainty and troubles. Thirdly, to overcome worry, you must take God at his word and not worry. To overcome worry, you must take God at his word and not worry. 
Matthew 6, 25 says, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Matthew 6, 31 also says, so don't worry about these things. Don't worry about these things. What you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. Wow. The scripture says in Philippians 4, 6a, don't worry about anything. And, and a whole lot of Christians are in violation of this word from God in this passage. A whole lot of Christians are nervous. A whole lot of Christians are fretful, outright scared and frightened. But our Lord says in his, in his word, he's speaking, don't worry. And then Paul says it, says it as well. Don't worry. If we fail to trust God and take him at his word, we will worry. I say it again. If we fail to trust God and take God at his word, we will worry. Many still worry, even though they have been abundantly blessed by God, they still worry. For many people in America, the issue is not having a lack of food or a lack of clothing. It is that we have so much clothes that we do not know what to wear. And we have so much food that we don't know what we're going to eat. However, there are others who have absolutely nothing and literally have to trust God day by day to supply their needs. In either case, we must not worry. How do you overcome worry? Number four, worrying will diminish in your life. Worrying will not diminish in your life until you stop immersing yourself in local, national, and world news on television and technology. Worry will not diminish in your life until you stop immersing yourself in local news, national news, and world news on television, internet, whatever your source may be. Instead, spend more time in the good news which is your Bible. By the way, do you have a Bible and when is the last time you've read it? Perhaps it's been too long. Colossians chapter three, verses one and two says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above what Christ is, is seating at the right, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. It's amazing how this virus has shut down the sports, shut down the casinos. No one could, you can't gamble, you can't bet, you can't do all those things. It's been a shut down, the world has been shut down. God's saying, uh, I will allow some things to come in to get your attention since you can't seem to seek me while I can be found. He says, I know how to get your attention. Now, you cannot talk about the Spurs. It's, it's, it's peak season now. You, besides, they were losing anyway. 
your team was about to make the playoffs? Or where are they now? Where's the football? Where, 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 where all these? Uh, where, where's the golfing uh, turn- tournaments, the Masters, and all of these things? God says, "Lights out, lights out," because He wants us to talk about things above, heavenly things. Kingdom things, spiritual things, holy things. Nobody's talking about sports now. Nobody said, did you see that shot? Everybody's wondering, how am I going to make it today? What's, what's coming? What's next? To isolate yourself and be totally out of touch because you don't like news is not a good thing. And you cannot pray intelligently if you do not know what's going on in our world. Some folks just shut themselves in, put themselves in a little cocoon. Says, ah, I did put the head in the sand. I don't want to know anything. Just don't let me hear. Oh, no, I don't want to hear it. But how do you how can you pray if you don't know what's going on? Get your head out of the sand so that you can look around and see needs and know how to pray. Whereas Oversaturation of news can increase, oversaturation of good news can increase your faith and take you to new, to new levels in Christ to the glory of God. An oversaturation of bad news will increase your worry, depression, fear, and pessimism. But when you get saturated with the good news, it transcends the bad news. It revives your heart. My friend, don't be a bearer of bad news. Be a bearer of the good news of Jesus Christ. People need a word from God. But the the question is, will you give it to them? Number five, to overcome worry, you must realize that we are God's children. His prized possession And valuable in his sight. To overcome worry, you must realize that we are God's children, his prized possession, and valuable in his sight. Matthew 6.26 says, look at the birds. You see them flying. They don't plant or harvest or store food in the barns. You don't see them building barns. You don't see a, a nail in the beak of a bird going to build with You can't do that for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Because we are created in God's image and likeness for the purpose of glorifying and fellowshipping with Christ. We have more value than any other created thing In this world, we are the crown of God's creation. We are also charged with the responsibility of carrying out the great commission to reach the lost for Christ. Because of our immense value on earth, we must never place a limitation on our heavenly father and realize that Luke 137 says, for with God, nothing will be impossible. God is the answer for our problems. God is the answer for the virus. 
God is the answer for our sins. God is the answer for pandemics. Turn your eyes to Jesus. Look to him and be saved. Number six, you're going to overcome worry. Keep on believing. Keep on hoping and keep on trusting in God. Don't you ever stop believing. Don't you ever stop hoping in Christ. Don't you ever stop trusting in Christ. Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Believe in Christ and possessing steadfast faith in him will fill you with his joy. When you keep believing, hoping and trusting Christ, your heart will be filled with his peace. In the midst of a global deadly pandemic, keep on believing, keep on hoping, and keep on trusting God. Now is a time for you to exercise your faith and rest in his love and in his divine sovereignty. Number seven, if you seek God first and live righteously before him, He will supply all your needs in his time, not your time, but in his time. If you seek God first and live righteously before him, he will supply all your needs in his time. Uh, Matthew 633 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Now, we love that part and all these things shall be added to you, but we always skip over seek first the kingdom of God. And we always seem to skip over righteousness, his righteousness. Once you do those things, then all these things will be added to you. Uh, Philippians 4.19 also says, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus Do not expect God to supply your needs until you seek God first, which is to put away all competing idols and live righteously before him. I reiterate, do not expect God to supply your needs until you seek God first, which is to put away every competing idol. He's God all by himself. And then as you put away the idols, uh, live righteously and holy before him in an unholy, sinful world, then you can shine and folk will take note that you have been with the Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to overcome worry. Number eight, be patient and do not allow worry to move you ahead of God's timing or will for your life. Be patient and do not allow worry to move you ahead of God's timing or will for your life. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse 11, a says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. When you are impatient, it causes you to become restless. When you are impatient, you're angry, reckless, 
You move ahead of God. You make unwise decision. And it also reveals your lack of trust in the Lord. Whereas it takes faith to patiently rest in Christ when everything around us is chaotic, when everything around us is unpredictable, when everything around us is so volatile, you put your faith on display when you trust him, even when things are chaotic, unpredictable, and volatile. You can trust God and be at peace. Number nine, you overcome Worry when you hang around people who will encourage your heart. This is not a time to hang around people who are gloom and doom. Hang around people who will encourage your heart. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 11 says, therefore, encourage one another. During this time of crisis in our nation and world, we need to be on the phone calling people, encouraging people. Are you all right? I'm just calling you. We're praying for you. Do you need anything? People who need, perhaps need assistance. I just want to know, can can I run an errand for you? Calling one another, praying for one another, helping one another, serving one another. When you serve others, it, it calms your own heart. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. Just as in fact you are doing. I love that great passage in Proverbs twelve twenty five, which also says anxiety and worry in the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. What kind of word are you giving? Is, is it gossip, lies, backbiting? Is, is it smart? Is it, is it cynical? Is it deceptive? Is it hurtful? Uh, is, uh, is it is it put down statements? We need to be delivering a good word in times like these. People need a good word of encouragement and they need a good word from God. Only when you remove yourself from people who are pessimistic, negative and a drag on your faith can you overcome worry. Let me give you a word of counsel. Invite people into your life who can give you a good, timely word for where you are in life. Invite people into your life who will give you a good, timely word for where you are in life. Finally, but not the least, to overcome worry You must realize that God is in control and he's on the throne. God doesn't get nervous. God never panicked. He never asked a question. Now, what am I going to do? I didn't see this one coming. He wouldn't be God if he said those kinds of things. To overcome worry, you must realize that God is in control, will sustain you and give you his peace in the midst of adversity. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave, I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Dear ones, let not your heart be troubled. We're all in this together. We're witnessing unprecedented things. But even that didn't catch God by Surprise. The coronavirus 
is nothing to God. As a matter of fact, it's a wake-up call to people, to the lost, as well as to the saved. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You will not find peace in power. You will not find peace in popularity. There are people in power who has this virus. This virus is no respecter of person. This virus is not restricted to a certain nation, a certain race, a certain economic status of people. This virus doesn't care about your popularity. It doesn't care about your money, your fashion. It doesn't care about your alcohol, drugs, social life. It doesn't care about your food, entertainment, or education. Just moving around. Doing its due damage. But you look to Jesus and be of good cheer. As he has overcome the world, we too shall overcome Beloved, peace only comes from the Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus Christ. With that being said, I pose a question to you. Do you have God's peace in a world that is fearful? Do you have God's peace in a world that is disturbed? Do you have God's peace in a world that is worried over the coronavirus and its repercussions? The scripture says, my peace. I give to you. I submit to you today in conclusion. Repent. Come to Jesus now. If this didn't bring you to Jesus, beloved, what will? What will? If you don't turn to Jesus, you will die in your sins for he is our only hope. Repent. Come to Jesus now. Receive his salvation. Receive his peace. Receive his blessed assurance to carry you through any adversity that intrudes into your life. And all God's children said, Amen. Let's pray. Father, I pray that this message be a tremendous source of encouragement to people who are looking for answers, to people who are looking for hope and help in the wrong places. Alcohol can't help people now. Drugs can't help people now. Marijuana can't deliver people. Father, I pray that Men, women, boys, and girls would say, I need Jesus. What must I do to be saved? And the answer is, you must be born again. You must believe that Jesus is God who came as a little baby in Bethlehem of Judea, wrapped in human flesh, lived that most perfect and holy life, showed us that perfect example, the way of God, 
the way of the kingdom and how to enter therein. Thank you, Father, for Gethsemane. Thank you for the cross that you took upon yourself on our behalf. We should have been nailed to the tree, but we couldn't save ourselves. You died in our place. You suffered. You were humiliated. You anguished. You bled. You died. You were buried. But hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Early Sunday morning, you got out of the grave with all power in your hand. And you're coming back again. Thank you, Father, that we serve a risen Savior. And thank you that you've privileged me to be a voice in the wilderness to tell people to repent and come to Jesus now lest they die in their sins. Thank you for this blessed privilege of delivering your gospel for such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children said, Amen. To help reduce and contain the spread of the coronavirus, Maranatha Bible Church will no longer hold in-person worship services for the foreseeable future. You can continue to enjoy Pastor Draper's teachings through audio messages and worship services by clicking the Sermons tab at www.maranathasa.org, calling 210-821-5683, or visiting Maranatha's Facebook page.